What's up, guys? We're back with another episode of Inside the Closet. Mateo and I are still on a boat. Still on a boat. We interviewed our wonderful, favorite, amazing comedian, Jessica Kirsten, today. Uh, we talk everything about comedy, um, growing up Jewish, uh, uh, soot. So enjoy the, the episode and uh, make sure to like and click and subscribe and blah, 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 blah. And follow us on Instagram at Inside the Closet. Thank you, guys. Hey, this is Mateo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. And we're back. Here we are. We are in bed with... Literally sitting in bed with one of our favorite comedians. It's getting weird. Comedian, actress, Lesbian. Jessica Kirsten. Hi. Hi, Jessica. We are laying in bed. People we literally don't even believe this. No, we're seriously laying in bed like a bunch of. Emma's like, sitting up because I think she's a little nervous. But I'm laying. I'm in Mateo's crotch. <laughs> <laughs> if I lay down, half of me's off the bed. Well, it's I feel okay. like it's a good. You can we lay should. down. We, we got, got it. Lay down. I'm so sad. I know. <laughs> <laughs> This is Emma's like. This is the saddest Emma. podcast. We're all sitting here like laying. It's the last day of the like, cruise. We're over it. We're over, we're over it. it. I don't want to get off the boat. Why I don't, don't you want to get off? I don't want to get off the boat. I don't want to deal with. I don't want to deal with life stuff right now. I know. I don't want to go back and have to do a fucking auditions. This is never never land for you. It is. That's not a like a good thing. To, and you do a, look like Peter Pan. Thank you. It's that's a stupid thing to complain about, but I don't want to don't want to get off the boat and deal with it. But do you have a lot of auditions this week? I've got two t- that I should that I need to do tomorrow, oh, but I haven't been stressful. prepping them. Is it yeah, bad? I, I, I refuse to do auditions. Is that terrible? No, I don't do a lot of them at all. Okay. And I need but to get I better at saying no. Career. But yeah, that's how I feel. I'll say, like, it's an opportunity. I don't do it. That's <laughs> not true. No, but I don't do a lot of them because it it's very stressful. It's I emotionally because it. all of a sudden you're you're pretending you're a minister, you're pretending you're a serial killer. Like it's crazy. To I know. Them, you know, it's really not easy. And then you have to get on stage at night and be brutally honest. So right. it's like very two different muscles. Right. It is. I refuse to do it. How many cruises have you been on? Would you say? Well, I've been on a ton of, like, regular cruise Because I-, I think people know we're on a gay cruise. Yes. But I have been on a ton of regular cruises, which has literally almost made me end my life. Really? Yeah. What's, the, really t- what's the difference between, like, a regular cruise and a gay cruise? Well, regular cruise is basically just, like, America. Like, middle America. <laughs> Rascal <laughs> scooters. Like, I Say no more. anorexic. <laughs> Like, I feel great about myself. <laughs> Basically, if we go out of Tampa, Florida, like two days later, I'm like, has the boat even moved? Because right. everyone is so heavy. Can the I'm boat like, move? Are we still in Tampa? It's, it's like only, an anchor. It's one big fucking it's like anchor. Four people on the boat. Oh, yeah. It's, it's an eating all, anchor. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I mean, I've had friends say this, but it's like the whales watch the boat. Oh, the people on the God. Boat. They don't, we don't whale watch. So Why is I, everyone so big? Well, it's America. Right. It's just constant like t- like tons of bacon and just farting it's fucking, it is farting. hard out there oh, there's a lot of gas and there's and there's also like the old jews my people who are like i am <laughs> like they'll go up to the front desk and be like i was told the weather was gonna be nice this week so i'm gonna need you to get the sun to come out by tuesday have you done a jewish cruise? i've done so many well there's always jews on the cruise because you can get discounts 
<laughs> you can always get two for one. So. I can't believe they would complain oh, yeah. about the weather. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen a fish, and who, I would like to. Who complains more, Jewish people or gay men? Like stereotypes. Jewish people complain more than anyone. Really? <laughs> We've lost so many people. I mean, we're allowed. Right. Oh, Absolutely. Gay men, Jewish gay men are the worst. I can't even. I don't even know if Ugh, I know any. My asshole. Ay <laughs> my ass. Do I even know any Jewish gay men? Yes, of oh, course. How do you not know? Okay, but I don't know. Is, no, I them. Who do I know? <laughs> what else would an old I, Jewish person complain about that it's impossible for the boat to fix? Uh, I, I... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm putting you up. I'm trying not to eat rice and flour and potatoes, and every time I go to the buffet, there's potatoes. <laughs> I mean, what do they want me to die on this ship? Like that's exactly what they want you to do. Yeah, yeah. If I get that diarrhea, I just would be so upset. Did We've you been planning this trip for so long? Did when did you do the first gay cruise? Oh, I first did gay. He loves that Jewish woman. It's uh, my Liza. It's your yeah. that voice yeah. to you is Liza to me, like the most natural. Yeah. If my husband drops dead, where do they put him? Under the boat? Is there an ice or a, some kind of cage? Some kind of uh, ditch? It? Could they find it? I knew Mateo would laugh if I said ditch. It's such a crazy thing to say. I'd like to get buried in a ditch like my grandparents. Oh my. God. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> it's so amazing when someone slips into it so seamlessly too, oh, because yeah. you become oh, another person. Me. I get it. <laughs> so, um, I get it. Don't even cover me. Just lay me there in the ditch like my ancestors. Oh, I had a, I had wonderful silverware. They took my silverware. So, uh, I did gay cruises first, and I'll never forget how I felt the minute I. The first gay cruise I ever did was 3,000 men. <coughs> Woo! Oh they were all stunning. Shirtless. I walk on, I'm like, what the hell is going I mean, it was really a culture 3, shock 000. for me. It was so, insane. And it was a Royal Caribbean cruise. Yeah, it was you. And I'd never been on a cruise. So uh-huh. I was like, it, 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 it's stunning when you've never done it. Yeah, it yeah. is. You know. This is my first cruise, and I have never been. I've seen this amount of gay men one other time, but this is... I've never been, like, encased with them. Right. It's the, cool. Not even in a family affair? No. <laughs> <laughs> never. No, so it's double this amount. And then I've been on ones that are six, 7,000. <gasps> Gay? that. Yes. The boat has to be huge. Uh, no, it's a city. This, six, is, seven, this is like 1,700. Think about that. I know. What's the biggest city? What's the biggest lesbian one? Oh, not that um, We went to Sarah McLaughlin has a cruise. <laughs> and it's just 24 hours of videos of dogs in cages. The buffet only serves steam. and They make their steam. own... Steam. What do you want for lunch? You want steam? Or edamame? Uh, I go on a lesbian cruise every year so that I can be around other women and feel My safe. People. Yeah. I can feel safe and not triggered. And I, uh, I like to just cry and have drum there circles. There is a lesbian accent. <laughs> there is, because I always no, think it's is just a, a gay it's guy. Not that. That's it. no, it's like I'm. A, wait, what's up? <laughs> yeah, I'm Tammy. What's <laughs> what's up? I'm Tammy. I really enjoy your comedy. What's up? What's up? 
That's what it is. High five! You're really funny. <laughs> I dug it. I, I dug it. Yeah, they no, didn't like I don't, it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, no one else laughed, but I laughed a lot. Give me a low five. Yeah. I like you. Fuck Trump. <laughs> I thought you were really funny, but no one else did. Go Mets. <laughs> Sorry you're sad. I'm sad a lot. There's a lot going on. I just want everyone to know that we have vegan footballs at our home. And That's the, a and great the, impression. And, and the term pigskin is offensive and triggering to me. So my wife and I make our own water. He you always sound like a gay man. That's not out. Yes. So he, always, my wife he always talks about making his own water, and then I realized I had this girlfriend, and I was like, holy shit, we were making our yes, own water. My How did you make water? Well, we would you... take fruit and put it in the water. <laughs> what? Because we would have oh, it then for the flavored water. Oh, I thought you meant to make water. I, have a, I am really, very inventive. But I have a we... very tall ladder, and I just went to the clouds, and I brought a bag. <laughs> have you ever had almond water? It's oh, really God, good that's for nuts. you. Almond um, or pumpkin pumpkin seed milk is really good for your calcium. Yeah. Pumpkin seed's the name of my rugby team. <laughs> That's what my wife calls me. Pumpkin seed. Come over here, pumpkin seed. Were you were you always <laughs> I would hey, love Chia. <laughs> I'd love to meet this lesbian in real life. Oh, they're always around me. You know, uh, sometimes I get really offended. Everything I say, they get offended by me. The lesbians do? So not all of the, 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 a lot of the older ones, but I have to be patient. <coughs> but don't they like, know you're a lesbian? Like, you're joking? They don't it doesn't care. matter. They, they know she's a lesbian. Lesbians why they turn feel, on you. And that's why they feel comfortable even telling her they're you're offended. Right. If you were straight, they wouldn't feel comfortable. Yeah, they're, do- I, I, and I'm like, what did I say? I was very offended when you talked to me. <laughs> burritos that way because I have to eat burritos a lot because I'm a vegetarian. I have a, so. a, an emotional support burrito I bring on the airplane with me. <laughs> Did Were you were you out when you first started comedy? I an even... emotional support burrito. <laughs> I this want one of those. With the thing that says emotional support. Hi, I'd like to bring my emotional support burrito on this Delta <laughs> flight. Do I have to pay extra? Excuse me? Do I have to pay extra for this? Why you? What you mean? You got a bur- <laughs> what? A burrito? That's your emotional support. Yes. Are, are you? I'm doing seven you know, accents. It's now. going back into Vivian. Vivian asking for emotional support. I'd like to bring um, some uh, white fish on the flight so that I feel connected to my ancestors. What did you ask me? Was I, I always? I would so, love to bring emotional support burrito places. I would love that. We should do that. I would that. love we should, that. We it's my emotional support. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> this is my emotional support softball bat. You bring it on stage. You the thing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> were you always out? Were, were you emotional out? Support my support. <laughs> Where's that my actually, Boniva? It's my emotional support Boniva. It actually makes sense. Like, you can't bring that. It gets packed so big. No, you can't have. Um, no, I wasn't always out at all. I mean, I always did gay shows, but I wasn't out in like the mainstream clubs yeah. until I got married and had kids. And I'm like, I have to. Would you talk yeah. about having a boyfriend? No, no, I never, ever once, never once lied. Huh. But I, I just didn't talk about relationships. I still don't a lot. It's I don't know, interesting. I'm private about my my relationships, my kids. Well, that's good weird. for your relationship because yeah. you're probably doing the right thing, protecting yourself and your family from that kind of heat. 
So you yeah. can just keep it. To, also, you have so many talents and skills. It's like you don't have to dig into you don't you don't have to pry into your personal life to get any kind of material. You just have it. The only right. material I've regretted is when I've talked about relationships. Really, not necessarily material, but like on podcasts or live shows, where sometimes because then I had to learn a lesson where I was like, okay, I only want to say something if it's something I'd feel comfortable saying to the person. And they could like defend themselves, or I don't want to say right. something where then they don't have a platform. No, that's to, horrible. Because I used to have complain you had girlfriends about friends get upset with you. Yes. Oh, really? But there was this Not... one person I dated, and no, two. But I would have said the, all the stuff to one of them. But one of them, I was we were just dating, and I was always, I was compl- not necessarily complaining. I want I. Sh- it was tricky, but I was saying stuff that I wish I hadn't necessarily said. Like, right. I, I would have liked to have asked her. I would talk about our sex life and stuff like that. Oh, God. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> On the podcast? Yeah, the yeah, comedian. It, yeah. And then I was like, like oops. Emma has this thing where she names people by it's their profession. the funniest yeah. thing. Profession. So the Canadian didn't have a job? She did actually have a job. She, she had a really just, big she job. She just owned Canada. She worked with, she, <laughs> she managed fancy dancers. She managed like like what are they called ballerinas? Which should have been what my job. <laughs> Sounds like the lesbians are coming for gay jobs. Ah, go. And I, I once managed a ballerina <laughs> when I lived in Poland, but she was taken away. I never saw her again, but I still have her finger. When did you start doing that character? <laughs> I still have her finger. I'm out of my mind. Um, Oh my god, since I'm a little kid. Really? You yes. did that before you did the comedy? <laughs> yes, I've done oh, that's and funny. and everything my whole life. I didn't do my mom before I started doing comedy, I don't think. That's not my mom, that's my grandmother. That's your grandmother? My mom is like this! Oh. <laughs> I have no idea where my car is! Like, and her dad, when you were telling us about your dad... Daddy dad loves <laughs> you! Daddy's proud! He's got some investments! Daddy has investments! Daddy has three homes and wants more. Fuck health insurance. You gotta see a picture of your dad. I'm just imagining a brick wall. A brick wall. Yeah, just a big cock. (laughs) Just a huge... With a big mouth. The wall of China. Like, that's your dad. Um, Yeah, they're both very good looking. I mean, they're both 75 and look like they're 65. Wow. Yeah. Did did it feel different (laughs) when you started talking about being gay on stage? Yeah, at the time, I mean, now it doesn't, I feel like it's uh, people, you know, like, are very supportive, whereas years ago it was not like that. Yeah, like even like... At all. Right? Six years ago, I think. Like, not that long. I mean, there's so many more gay comedians now. I know. Like, so many, I mean, now there's like, like, they're popping up all the time. I've Mm -hmm. said before, I've said, sometimes I go, it feels like the lesbian hunger games out here (laughs) for comedy. Everywhere I go, there's a little I man like one popping up. Everyone is a lesbian or bot. Yeah, you know the women, especially especially the women. But that's good. I mean, there's just like a lot of them popping up in the past like five years. Yeah, not as many gay men. You might think so because you know them, but they're right. not. I think in the grand scheme of thing, I think literally the grand scheme of comedy, gay men are like a pin drop mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. comedy. But the, it's cool to see the rapid pace of gay comics coming up. Mm-hmm. And to think that there's a crop of us from James Adomian to Frank Liotti to Joel Kambooster to Solomon Giorgio to Jabuki to Julio Torres. And everyone is so different. Mm-hmm. Like, none of us are... I don't feel... I only feel supportive of all of them because it's like, if anyone gets something, it's so cool to think that we're 
I don't know, we're doing it. We've not been seen before like that. Right. There is, you know, I was... No gay men especially. No gay men. I will tell people and they won't believe me until I make them think. I'm like, there's no out gay man who's this, the level of Jerry Seinfeld or Bill Burr who has not a full a, hour not special. Even not even close. Because weren't we saying the other day there's no out gay man that's had a Netflix special? No. None. Because Mario Cantone hasn't had... I saw him the other day. But he's not... I, and he's like... He's a comedic... Right. I don't know. He's not like a... He's a stand-up, but not like what we do. Travel right. to like bumfuck for... Right. You know. Right. Was he, did he do Broadway? Yes. Yes. He's amazing. He's amazing. I want to meet him. I've never oh met him. God, I think you have to meet him. I think he's I've unbelievable. I love him. Really? Can I meet him? Of course. We you should maybe we have him on Dragon. Yeah. We oh should. my God. That would be That'd great. Be great. He, but you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be you great. You guys should have him on your podcast. Cause he, would he do it? Yeah. If I, you go to him in the city, I think so. so I met him dead. through. Good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I met him one time at a live show, but the first time I saw him was years ago at Gotham, and I remember I was sitting next to Suba, who's a comic, and I this is I was my gaydar for men is so bad. I went, I think he's gay. If you don't and she know goes, that are you in. kidding? Because yeah. I'd never seen him before, and he I didn't know. Liza. He I does knew the like, name, but I didn't know that was him. I just thought it was a comic on stage. I'm like, that guy. I've noticed okay. with other people's Liza Minnelli impressions versus mine is everyone goes for Liza from like '77 to like maybe '89, but my Liza is like exactly 2013. Do you know her well? On the Home Shopping Network, and she's had too many pills. And she's laying like she's in traction. <laughs> I only I know, know her. So I only know her through Mateo. Isn't I don't know incredible? anything about her besides that. It's so funny. It's so. It's so. Well, it's, it, it's, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's I my only, Vivian. That's like, like your mother's right. impression. Like your comes so easily impression. to you. I love your. Have mom's you seen impression. him do Barbara? Oh, do you know Shark, Shark Tank? Tank? Yes, I yeah. died laughing yep. when I saw you do. <laughs> First of all, I want to tell you a story about a bowl of mashed potatoes I invested in. I gave $100,000 for 1% of the company. My, I look like Lady Lane Fairchild. We had someone who was on Shark Tank on the show, and Barbara was her mentor. And she was like, you look like Barbara when you uh, say it. Uh, she was impressed. Uh, what's that? I'm interested. I'm out. Oh my god, that's amazing! It's yeah, that's good. My, that's, Have you ever done that on video? I, I, I'm out. Is the <laughs> I, I remember I, I went on Shark Tank and I had an, an idea. It stars a role of cabaret, and I would come out there and Billy Stretch would be a pianist, and they said it wasn't a company. Is your gaydar good for men? Mine is awful for men. <laughs> That's how bad mine was that I didn't know Mario Cantone. Um, my gaydar for women is horrible unless Oh, they, really? Yeah. I'm not... If they're feminine, I never know. Ever. I always just assume people are... Stri- I'll just kind of assume people are straight, so but mine I'm, for gay women is a little better. For gay men... Do you get hit on a lot by women? No. Straight women? No. Yes. You have no. To. She does. She's always got girl. Like, but, there's... Yes. But I... So, more recently... Since my skin's cleared up from the Accutane, I've definitely noticed more <laughs> big time. It's true. Big time. You make it Since sound... my gas got better, I've been <laughs> hounded. By the women. By women. I did, 
fuck me. It, it used to be older women that used to say after shows, every now and then they'd come up and go, oh, I, you know, I wish I experimented more in college. And I go, oh, oh yeah. that's hot. I've never and, gotten that from straight, because straight guys come up much. to me. I do, I actually think that. They hit on you. Well, Everybody the, hits on you. <coughs> All straight guy comics even. Comics they always do. hit on him. Right? Isn't that amazing? Yeah, I think Now that's progress, because they'll go, you know, I, I would. Keith Robinson and Bobby Kelly are fighting over me. I think it's That's just, crazy. I love it. I, I do it. too because you make them feel so comfortable that they feel comfortable saying that because if they in any way felt threatened by you they wouldn't say that maybe yeah because I could totally see I could see a straight men hitting on you Mateo and I could see straight women hitting on you it's interesting I've never dated do you get hit man. on by straight men I mean straight women um, I have, but it, but even when I was single, it never would go anywhere. Me I mean, neither. It's all literally just a game. I have no interest of. Uh, in, I mean, the, I have no interest, but also they don't. And they exactly, like they do. Right, yeah. and I'm not into that. And I'll either just I'm like play either. dumb or whatever. But yeah. but it's really not that. But more recently, I have a really right, a bad bit. track of gay dogs because I've married <laughs> four gay men and my mother. Married a gay man too. My father, Pitch Minnelli, was a wonderful director. MGM. And my grandfather's gay. Which shows a lot of gays in my family. But it made a, my mother made a wonderful London broil. <laughs> Did you ever have a boyfriend? <laughs> I like how God, Emma just sort of like waits for the impressions to be over favorite. and then just jumps I back in. I love that you do it. I make a wonderful London bro. Have you ever had a boy? I had quote unquote a couple of boyfriends, but I never even wanted to be. Na- one was named mm. Sue, the other was Tammy, <laughs> and then Nikki. And Nikki, you can I use their real wanted... name because it's kind of a boy's yeah. name too. Yeah, <laughs> I never wanted to spend time with them. Me, like, he I never had a girlfriend, love. right? And I had a boyfriends too. I had girlfriends. I never wanted to spend time with them either. I, I can't. Believe I dated you a girl had a at girlfriend. Michaels. Oh yeah, I, did. I, had I worked tons of at Michaels. I used to get blowjobs. What? I used to get blowjobs. Me too. Yeah. I, I, I used to like it because I'm an eater. But then I would let them do, like, shoot it into my mouth because I couldn't say no. Yeah, I had that I too. I was very codependent. Yeah, I didn't like to. I'd be I, like, yeah. wow! Okay. And I didn't want to have sex. Gotta go to therapy. Yep. I didn't want to have sex, so I was like, I'll give you a blowjob. I gotta wait till I'm married to have sex. I'm oh, never- that's. And they were like, all right. Because I was like, I can't have sex till I'm married. And then my parents were like, why are you saying it? They were so confused. <laughs> That's amazing. Because they're not religious up. at all. They were like, why They're like, Emma, like, go have sex. They're like, we want you to get rammed. Just be straight. They put me on birth control. They're like, you should go on birth control. You never know what'll happen. And I was like, horrified. I was like, I know what'll happen. I'm not having sex. And they didn't, they didn't put it together. But I said, I've but ne- I did have sex with one guy. I've never had anyone come in my mouth. Ah! <laughs> oh. But I, I, I think it's because... They might have been gay. I have sucked so many dicks. Oh. That I I felt like I was eating a bowl of mashed potatoes. How did she never have a sex tape come out? Because you have to have sex in order to make a tape. (laughs) Also, the last time I had sex was 1974. On the old MGM studio... Did you see when I was Ellen, wearing my mother's wig for Meet Me in St. Louis? Did you see when Ellen made fun of Liza Minnelli? It was like one of the few people that she yes, she yeah. said I looked like a drag queen. Yes, she what she meant best. to say is I looked like I was six toes in the grave. 
do it's show. It's my favorite thing because she's so out of it. It makes no sense. Like, ask me a question as Liza. Just ask me a question. <laughs> do you have high blood pressure? I'll never forget. <laughs> <laughs> she's ready to... She's ready to talk. It's always MGM. I'll never forget. It's yeah. all it's all like memories and history. Like <laughs> ask me but, She lives in the past. That's I, why I forgot about 9/11. <laughs> That's the only thing I forgot. How did you forget there was soot everywhere? People were covered in dirt. It was uh, not enough housekeepers to go around and clean up. I said, so- "Where's the girl?" Where's the girl? There's dirt everywhere. Soot is such a funny word. <laughs> it was everyone was covered in soot and running. If I were down there, I have bad hips. I wouldn't have been able to go one foot. Some fireman would have had to carry me. Too much soot. Too much soot. <laughs> you survived nine eleven. She hated the soot. The Don't talk girl? about nine eleven. She had a problem with the soot. That's what the problem Where's was. Where's the girl? There's soot everywhere. Yeah. People Why are isn't dying. Someone cleaning. I don't like. I now don't like they the have soot. to leave. All those Mexicans are going to have to leave because he uh, he's putting up some kind of cabana. <laughs> Whoa! This is your grandmother. Did you spend a lot of time with her when you were a kid? Yeah, she, I think she was a dyke. Really? Really? Yeah, she was a tough woman. <coughs> I know she, this is really my grandmother. Really? This voice is my grandmother. Mom's Jessie. mom. Jesse. Mom's mom or dad? That's Nanny B. <laughs> oh, Nanny B. Yeah. <laughs> Beatrice. Yeah, Nanny, Nanny B. Beatrice and Irving. Yeah. Oh my god. And my like, great grandparents were Ike and Ida. Oh my god. So Jewish. I love it. I never had a man uh, come in my mouth. Uh, you have but a I joke. I did eat a lot of gefilte fish <laughs> with the jelly. You have a joke about your grandmother having sex. Yeah, anal. Yes. I acted out. You used I the just remember voice. that. Yeah. Yeah. This is. What do you say? You you barely bend over. You never be, you never provided for the children. You just keep saying stuff to him when he's <laughs> chickens on sale at the market. I can get two for one chickens. Are you inside of me? <laughs> and when she does it on stage, she's barely bending over. Yeah, I mean, I'm not it's... bending over anymore. Find the hole. It's been fifty-seven years. Find the hole. You know where it is, schmuck. Have your parents seen you do that one? Yeah, my gra- my mother saw me do it on my special, and then she came up to me, and the only thing she said was, did you have to say the name Irving? <laughs> she didn't even care that I did them doing anal in their kitchen. She wants me to use a different name. I get it. I guess. Did you say Herman? I mean, it's his real name. <coughs> That's great. Because that, Jessica did a special. This, when's your special coming yeah, when's out? When's it come out? Beginning of December. That's exciting. <coughs> That's just January. around the corner. <laughs> yeah. That's really close. I know. It's so exciting. I taped it in January. I can't believe, can it, was, believe... I can't believe it was that long ago, actually. Yeah, they wait a year. Why? <laughs> because they have to get the schedule down. I don't know. It's just so many things going on. I'll never forget when my uh, my children were outside playing in Poland and... The men came and said, "You should some kind of language, very uh, abrupt." And then it was the last time I saw my daughter. But I'll never, ever forget those coasters. 
that I had that they took. I'll always miss those coasters. It's so crazy. Did they, did you feel nervous having your parents come to the special taping? Well, it's incredible because, well, yeah, of course I was more (laughs) nervous because there were people that I knew there. Right. But then I did like an hour and 15 minutes and worked my ass off. And the second show was incredible. The first one was okay, but the second one was incredible. And then my dad says to my wife, um, yeah, she lost steam in the middle. (laughs) I'm like, this is exactly why. He said that it's the second one? Yeah. They came to the second one. Steam in the middle? Yeah. An hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> Jesus God. I would have been like, well, this is why this special's being made. That's why. That's yeah. why, it's, you know. <clears throat> when you have parents who are tough on you, it makes you right. work hard. Absolutely. It's not good. Th- I'm not saying it's a good thing, but it, it actually ends up, it's a, it's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Someone said once, when they said this, I went, ugh. They said that your your parents, they were talking about mothers in specific, they said, you know, your mother is considered your first audience. So mm. you, trying to impress or get a reaction from your mother, the harder your mom is to get a reaction from, for some people, makes them go into stuff where... That's they're so lo- interesting. That's what I said. Because they were like, you know, some comedians, they are doing a documentary about people and their mom, but they were like, some people... Their moms are really like into what they're doing and encourage them, and that makes them want to do more. But some people's moms are not into it, that and then they're so interesting because everything is connected to mom. Everything's yeah. connected I to mom. That. That's, That's a lot of pressure. pressure. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm very, very, very connected to my mom. I think also too the reason I'm. I think I'm funny is because I have a very funny aunt. And we grew up next to them, and aunt so Cindy. a lot of it was trying to get my aunt Cindy to laugh. And she wasn't mean, but she was just like, if you get her to laugh, with, you know those people you yeah. get to laugh, you're like, it's so... And she's got a great laugh. Oh, she's got a great laugh. Like? She's got, I don't know how... She's just really blight and smiles and yeah. like, has just, it's like really, like a glow. I wonder if I, I have, really... let me see if I have a recording of her laughter. Hold on a second. She, that would be, <laughs> that would be sad if you did actually have a recording that you just play when you're alone. Oh, Aunt Cindy. Yeah, you, because you need acknowledgement. Yeah, you're like... <laughs> What did you think, Aunt Cindy? And then plays. You try a joke, and then she's like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> I don't know. All right, good. here's my Aunt Cindy with a, a face app. Hi, Matt. <laughs> we can't wait to see you and Aziz. We're counting down the days. His family is very supportive. That's hysterical. <laughs> they're su- they're That's very so supportive. Cute. Oh, my Aunt Cindy's so cute. She, they come to my shows in Chicago. Really? They come out to my shows, yeah. <coughs> oh, my, Excuse me. Like 38 members of my family will show up. Okay, my aunt's and uncle Mike switched faces. Yeah, too. We uh, look a little bit different, don't we? Yeah, we They're talking about their grandkids. Yeah. <laughs> That's her laugh. She's like a little Mexican lady. I, uh,. My dad loves coming to comedy shows, but my mom hates going to comedy shows. Why? Does she? Why? She, like it. she just doesn't... I mean, now maybe she doesn't mind it, but she doesn't... She just... She never went to comedy. She doesn't like it. I don't know. I think it's because... I think, like, uptight people... But she just, doesn't necessarily like you doing comedy. I mean, she does. not. And she supports you, When but I did she, NPR, she liked that, but other than that... Why? Because she'll, she'll be like, it's hard. Like, you could do something where you could have, like, a more normal life and, Yeah, like, but at this point, what are you gonna stop? Right now, I don't know. Be. After I did Colbert, she goes, you know, if you stop now, everyone will say that you know that you tried. Oh, she and said I said that? Yeah. That's a, and I was at a Rite Aid, and I just went, ugh, God 
Damn. Well, that's tough Did you on say you too. That's shut up or like yeah. that? Like, wouldn't you yell back? I was like, well, the thing was, is I was complaining. I said, oh, I had this audition and I hope, you know, something, something, something. And then she was like, because she, for her explaining to someone about auditions, it is kind of a, she'll be like, what well, did you hear back from that? And I was I, like, my no. mom does the same thing. Whatever happened to that idea? <laughs> like, it's gone. Yeah, Run. nothing happened. Don't even if something happens, I'll tell you. I promise. yeah, I'll let you know. She right. did that yesterday, and I got really. With her and she said, "Please don't be impatient." I felt bad because of she course, says, what happened with it? And I'm like, "Mom, <laughs> it just brings up that nothing happened." Right. Yeah, and also it's hard to explain. <laughs> it's really difficult to explain to people like who don't understand comedy to be patient with them, and I'm always losing my patience, and I feel bad. I know. But you sit down, and they're just asking you questions, where it's like. Like the the big the most frustrating one for me are two things. One, are you funny? Oh, and that that's, is that's not that's even a question. One. That's an insult. That's, <laughs> that's number one. That's saying that is not a question. Because they're that, questioning if you even know how to do a what lot of, you're doing. A lot of gay men say that and Jewish. Yeah. I'm telling you, really? it's the same. Yeah. yeah. So that's interesting. But, uh, but are you funny? A that's, bigger pet peeve is this. So, um, would you like do new a new show every night? Like, oh, I know. About I get your that material. all the time. And then you have to explain to them. That's like, so interesting because the, the question, all, they always ask me how I got into it. They'll say, oh, how did you get into that? I get that too. Much but I also get, ones. you know, like, so do you, you're going to do a new show tomorrow night, right? And I'm like, no, yeah, and the next day I'm going to write an entire new show just for you. I'm going to have a, a, a whole new hour. It means that you guys are selling it in a way that they really think it's the first time you've said it, though. So that's good. Yeah, and I understand that people don't understand comedy, but like, I guess when you're so deep in that world, are you funny? And tell me a joke. Is oh yeah, tell me a joke. That's a bad one. That's the biggest. I go give. You know what I say now? I go give me money. Right. I will tell you a joke if you. Well, I'm taking what you say. say. You say. um, If you say, "Are you funny?" You just say no. Right. I always do that. Someone goes, "Are you funny?" I'm like, "Nope." Can I not steal at that? All. Of course. Yeah, I say that to that. like, "I'm, the, I'm the lead. Do not come to my show. You will be completely disappointed. It's horrible." <laughs> I'll say it's really awkward. If it's an Uber driver, they figure it out. I go, "I go. I'm not funny. It's uncomfortable for everybody. It's tough. It's hard for me. It's hard for them." And they're like, "Ugh." I don't tell anyone I'm a so comic. Crazy. <laughs> like I'm not a good writer. I have to oversell my jokes. It's Someone's it's uncomfortable. Like, Are you funny? I'm like, I have lesions. <laughs> like I just say. Like, so, you know, I'm sorry. I, what? How long have you been in comedy for? This 20 years this year. What? And, and not to be sound like Barbara Walters, but like, what What are the biggest differences, not just in comedy 20 years ago and now, but in comedians, what do you see the biggest mm. differences? Oh my God. I mean, obviously the PC stuff is insane. It was, when I More PC? To, no, it was so free back then. Right. I mean, I could do anything or say anything, and there was there wasn't. Oh Jesus! Oh, you know, like it just was. Comedy was there were no boundaries, hmm. mm-hmm. none. Did you hear people saying more stuff that sometimes maybe I don't know if you'd ever react this way anyway, but where you'd be like, Ugh. always. I mean, I always have heard things, but I respect that people should be able to say whatever totally. they want. Mm-hmm. Free speech, even mm-hmm. if I hate what they're saying, mm-hmm. I still feel that people should be able yes. to say whatever they want. But it's very different now. I mean, I'm under the thing where if I'd rather quit than, like, not say what I want to say on stage. Mm-hmm. So even if it doesn't go well or if someone's going to judge me, I have to be able to be free. I can't be silenced. Yeah. It's why I do this. Yeah. So it's a weird time for all of us. It's, it's a very weird time. I wonder what's going to happen. But I don't think... 
I think I don't think the PC stuff is gonna last last that long. You don't think so? Well, because I think it's too I hard don't. for people to be right all the time. It's exhausting. Good quote. And it's also, that was a good quote. Right, and right? also, like, yeah, what's the quote. line? What's right. PC and what right. isn't? Everyone has their own. And well, if really someone's crazy. triggered by right. one thing, then someone's triggered by right. another thing. It's and like, they're gonna, well, then don't. I, mm-hmm. I'm not here. Also, does anyone listen to rap? Does anyone listen to pop music? Like, there's more offensive things in music than there are in comedy. Mm-hmm. And they're going to like it up until someone's going to say, well, you're not PC. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you're PC. Mm-hmm. And then they're, all of a sudden they're going to be like, well, what is PC? And it's like, yeah, it's, it's this like, kind of like ambiguous thing here that right. we're just... It is. It's going to work for you until it doesn't. I think people don't listen to intention or sarcasm anymore. I think the biggest problem is that people... There's a huge difference between actual hate speech and jokes. And I think that people are also... I now call millennials Amelia Bedelia. They just hear something... Remember Amelia Bedelia? She was the maid. I know her name. She took everything... It was a kid's book. She takes everything seriously. They say, dress the chicken. She puts pants and everything um, on the chicken. Draw the drapes. She sat down and drew Oh, I do drapes. remember. She was a, a, a kid's... You know, it's a kid's Autistic. Book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my... No, I think she's just... I think she's literal... So people take things too <laughs> literal diagnosis. today. Right, right, right. The one that wears a helmet. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> so I think, I think that's, I think that's what's. But what, what, what? I have a question. Like in terms of like comics, right? Because whenever I sit at the cellar, and I'll be at a table with like Jim Norton and Keith and Bobby, like these comics that have been around forever, and they're a group. They started together, you know, however long mm-hmm. ago. Do you, what do you see in younger comics that you like and that you don't like? Or that's interesting or new? Or are they doing anything that surprises well, I you? I don't like that a lot of them want to want to skip the whole thing that we all did. Right. Like, just be bit. You know, like, you have to do the work. There's right. no way around it. You guys know that. Like, with time, every year it's a different feeling on stage. I really feel like I grow every year still to this day and a lot of them don't want to do the open mics and the bars and all that shit and want to just get on stage at the clubs. It's like... Are you kidding me? Right. right. And it's like, and if you I don't want to do that, my ass. go and make YouTube not... videos and don't even try. Right. So and that... you watch them on stage. This happens a lot of times where someone gets an opportunity and they're very young in comedy and they're not it's ready. It's not good. No, it's, it's not bad. good. They that can't... happens a lot. How can you go in between you and Dave Chappelle if you've also, been doing it three yeah, and a half and years? Yeah, also a lot of them aren't, they're not mature enough or have had enough life experience to be really real on stage. Right. And really, you know, just honest. So you I think talk the about obsession themselves. with like mm-hmm. you think the obsession with fame is is sort of gotten in the way of the work ethic necessary. Oh to make yeah, a I good think comment. a lot of people want to be a comedian now. It's you know no, you're either well, you're either are or you're not. I really right. believe that fame Same. is everywhere in a way that didn't it used to be constantly. <laughs> there's new because it's a more fleeting thing because there's no more platforms for people to get famous on. So it comes and it goes quicker. So right. then it's more everyone gets a little taste of it from social media or whatever. So then they're hunting it in other ways. They want a bigger hit. Yeah, and it's really the time you put in. It right. is. Like you I just feel like you get good if you just keep doing it. Right. And do it's, it a lot. Like the more, you know, as you guys know, the more you do it, you know, when you do like the whole week at the cellar in Vegas, I, when I do that, I feel very good by the good end of about it. my comedy cuz I'm going up every single night and I was doing... thinking of stopping doing comedy and just starting to make like dancing baby videos. Those cuz those always go viral. They do, go, see, viral. They do go viral. They do for a way. I gotta. She's looking for. I never do it. I, I wanted to. I mean, trust me. I, I'm always like, this is the one. This is right. the video that's going to go viral, or this is the podcast, or this is the. But I really believe 
and this is just me, and I know this is annoying for some people to hear, but that everything happens when it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't agree me. more. Totally. Mm-hmm. Like, totally. I would not be ready for certain things that are happening right now, even two years ago. Right. I was too screwed up in, like, life stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad, even though it's been harder in certain ways, I'm glad that I wasn't just handed stuff immediately because it made me really mature. Totally. As a person, as an artist, and now I can handle it. I look at, I mean, I've been doing comedy for almost eight years, which is not a long time, but it is a long time, but I've been performing, whatever. And I look at myself. It's a hard time. It's, yeah. It's a hard, frustrating time. Yes. Because you're, well, I think too, like when I first came to New York, um, I was like, I almost felt like I was tricking people because I had like, I could sing and I was doing impressions and I was confident. So it seemed like I was more Mm -hmm. experienced than I was. And so I found myself in a lot of situations not ready. Mm. And so I was playing catch up. Now I am ready for a lot more things than I would have been however many years ago. But, um, yeah, there was so many times I thought I was ready for stuff. And I look back now, I'm like, I really was just hanging on by the skin of my teeth. Like, I don't know how I managed to go through that situation, whatever audition, whatever show, whatever showcase Montreal so I always think it is better to wait, even though I'm wildly impatient and always like, I want a Netflix special. And it's like, but it's like after that, then what? Right. Right. There's always, it's just, yeah. it's like, it's never ending. Right. It really is. My friend and I, we were convinced we were going to win last comic standing because we just got callbacks for round one. We've been doing comedy like three or four years each. And I remember she was like, I think you're going to win and I'm going to get second. And I was like, no, you're going to win. And then I'll be in the top 10. And did it at we this whole point. Neither of us even got on it. And we couldn't, we were like, oh, what? And we had each auditioned maybe two years in a row or whatever it was. But then that was, and I mean, we just had no idea what we were doing, but that was like in the delusional right. phase. Right, shocking at and first. And we couldn't believe we didn't get it because know, we already shocking. thought we were going to win. And we anticipated the tension in our friendship. Because you're like, I'm funnier. I'm funnier than, and then you're shocked. No, but it's true. And right. It's we, like, wait. It's really not about who's the funniest. Right. It's about 700 other things. And also. I can guarantee, at least for me, I had no fucking idea what I was doing. Like, there was no, I'm, they made the right choice. Thank God they didn't put me on that thing. But it takes a minute to realize how much you don't know, too. Yeah, it does. And it takes a lot of rejection and success and ups and downs. Yeah. And it's so. Do you feel when you're on stage, because of those listening at home or on the train or in a car, you know, jet, like, there's very few comics that all other comics agree on are this person is the funniest or this person always kills or this person. And so, staff members. Staff too. members. I mean, so when you go on stage, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. There is a question after this. But when you do go on stage, I notice that, like, for example, Val will stand and watch your set. Mm-hmm. Waiters will stop and watch your set. Audiences are dying. The security watches you. Comics come down to watch you. And you you so quickly just make an entire room your home, your environment, mm-hmm. you're in complete control. You destroy, you it's, You do whatever you want with the audience. You treat it however you do whatever you, however you want them to react, you get them to react that way. When, when you're on stage and you're doing that, what is going on in your head? And do you, Thank do you, you for d- saying all that. I don't, um, I think part of the reason why they watch me too is because it, I switch it up a lot. Meaning, mm-hmm. I don't mean like new, st- but I'm always like, 
even in my jokes you've seen all right. the bad stuff or right. going yeah, to the crowd. A few I'm very manic. Right. I that do that. can go on a five minute rant about Right. Anything. You don't know what's gonna happen. Right, exactly. Yeah. Have I you think seen Sean Patton? Yes. I found with him, him I go, I don't know, I was I was like, I, I don't know what the fuck's gonna uh, happen. Hysterical. Yeah. I'll go stick my head down with him too, because I'm like, I don't know, I truly don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. I don't think he knows what's gonna happen. No, I don't know what's, what's gonna, gonna happen. happen. So that's that's part of it. I, I have no idea what's gonna happen. And when I get off I barely can remember one word I said. Yeah. Mm. I know that sounds crazy. But it must be a lot of adrenaline. Well I'm I say the only time I'm ever present in stage. my life is on stage. Yeah. Mm. Which is sad. But I think I'm the, the same. I feel the same way. Right. I am completely. Mo- and when I'm not present, I'm not having fun, and it's yeah. not going great. Right. Yeah. It's not going totally. Great. I I feel the but, same way when yeah. I'm on stage, and I've I you know, look, I've had we've all had those moments on stage where we've been killing, 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 and you're like some part the back of your head's always like it sucks. This only lasts for four more minutes. Then yeah, I have to go back home. I've had lots of times where I'm, I've, I'll be not present on stage. Yeah, a chunk. Me too. too. It's I, not. It's, it's not good. But I when mean, I am I present, feel, it's my favorite feeling. Me too. Actually, this is a great time to bring it up because we wanted to talk. I know we wanted to bring this up. We both. All, we all did shows on this boat. You're doing yours at ten thirty tonight. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Emma, we we were we held off talking about this on the last podcast, but Emma went up on a night at the boat, and it was just it wasn't your favorite night. I don't know if you want to talk it about it. It was just the, all what we, we had talked about it where it was just, there weren't a lot of people there because it was the leather daddy party see, too. See, this is the thing because I've done so many of these and you have... Which like, is okay. This, when, when it is what it is. It is okay, but on the cruise there's about 12 things going on at the same time because there's all different cabaret where you don't even right. realize how many things are going on. It's not just that party. So when I saw that party was the same time as your... First of all, they have to get ready for hours before... Right, the men, and it's it's it was the first big party. So right. I, there's it doesn't matter who it was. It was like a very Kristen small Chenoweth. crowd yeah. of people. It, it, it was 150 it, people. That's a good crowd. I don't think it was that many people. It I've was. had it too. I've had it where it's 50 people. Yeah, because there's a huge event going on at the same right. time. So it's kind of like it's not their fault, but it's a setup. There's no right. way unless you're a huge name, like huge, you know, someone that's like famous, very famous, they'll go. Right. And then get ready for the party. But this, and, and there was just ass everywhere. Yeah. So I just saw a lot of ass. There was. We went to the party and we're, it was wild. Wild. Yeah. But I didn't want you, I, I felt bad watching you because I was enjoying myself and so was the audience. Yeah, but. And, but I could see Emma upset. It was fun. I mean, in my head afterwards, I was like that. But, but the thing is, is I've also never been a draw with gay men because I was just, when I was in comedy on state, like there was great, I think a couple, I think three of the shows sold out, but they have a built in audience too. But afterwards, it was a lot of people from Crazy Ex Girlfriend and a lot of like straight women. And That's so I, great. which is great. I'll take whoever. I don't care what, but I know, I was like, yeah, gay men aren't who come out necessarily. But they can. And but from they can. doing these, they will. Yeah, because at time, my, if I, I'm telling you, if my I, show, I love gay show, men too, because I'll, 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 they'll, We'll connect. Yeah. yeah I, connect. I did a show at the Pilgrim House in P-Town, and so Emma came open for me, and she destroyed... It was right. 120 gay men. Gay she men are destroyed, great. destroyed. Destroyed. So I was trying to say to you, I don't think it was a gay man thing. It's I think not. it was a it's not. specific night in the boat thing. I don't think it has mm. anything to do with... It has nothing to do with you, and they're, they're not... They go to the shows, but if there's a party or something big... And these audiences are tough. First of all, at, at Lady Bunny, which was sold out, it was so... She killed. She destroyed. She killed. But people couldn't, like, there was no energy. They weren't giving any energy. It's a weird room. 
Even when I was it's on stage, beautiful. I had a full room. It was hard to get them rolling. I felt like that I was. It was way more work than I'm used to That's doing. That's interesting because I like the the room was beautiful and right. the sound is great. Also, again, it's new to you, God. Meaning, like, not you, but it's new. If you, if it's a new thing, you learn. It's like when I did shows for old Jewish people. It took me years to learn the tricks. I did right. a show for old Jewish people. I did some kind of rec center, and it was, it a, was a great rec. show. Uh-huh. It was a really great show. Yeah. I've done shows for... I've done another show at a rec center that was tough. But whatever the... I did one and it was old. And I was like, that was... It was really fun. And it was... I didn't realize that it was like a Jewish center. Yeah. It was in Poughkeepsie or something. And there's tricks to doing... I remember I would bomb on those shows. And then I asked a comic who done, you did a ton of them. And she said, Jessica, you, at the age I was at the time, she's like, you're their grandchild. So right. you go up and say you're depressed, you're this, your weight stuff, whatever. They get upset. Right. I said, oh, my God, they you're They got to call home. Right. I said, you're totally right. right. They look upset. Right. Like, I'm suffering. Right. They want to help me. They right. don't want me. They all look pained. Right. And I was like, that's exactly what it is. It's not that they don't like me. It's they feel bad for me. Right. And they're sad that I'm not happy. Right. <laughs> so I stopped doing that, and it changed everything. Mm-hmm. I would love to see you do a set at a old at a it's Jewish funny. home. It's yeah. funny because I really make fun of them. Right. And they like it. But, but now that age, old Jewish people are like the Woodstock crew, so they're right. great. Isn't that weird? But when I did it, they ago, were I, they had nothing. I couldn't relate to them about anything. But these are like now that age group is cool. all old hippies. Yeah, they're this the was 60s people. Yeah, totally old. Whatever I did was totally like funky old. Yeah, like, they're hippies. great. What do you say that, that when you're on stage talking, they just start chatting with each other? Yeah. What is this? What? What's? I can't hear her. Do you want to sit on the end? Cause of your prostate. What? Salmon. They get there at three <laughs> for a nine o'clock show. She's and friend, they talk about the seats for hours. My friend who's. I don't want to sit in that seat. You sit in that seat. No, <laughs> sometimes I've watched them just for an hour talk about what seats they're going to sit in. You should play it back. You family do that's hilarious. You should just so I you should. know what you two have been up to for the last yes, hour. That is so. I wasn't I up to that. Them you should and make a compilation. You can say, "What do you think you guys have been doing for the last hour?" She and they're sitting and then was it mu- play it's it musical back. chairs with the music? Yeah. My friend Rob is an actor who's a Jewish in uh, Chicago, and he said that he when he does these shows. Like, all old Jewish people come and goes, this was the review of our last show. First of all, I want to say two things. One, I thought the relationship with the son and the father could have been written a lot better. And two, call a medic! (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's also my joke about they they always have to tell you what they thought about the show. It's a bit mm. I do. And I'm like, I didn't ask you. I don't right. care what you think about the show. Write it on a comment card. I don't no, they, they walk over to you and you see them walking with that Fuck. face and that walk. And then they'll say things that are nice and then end up nasty. You've heard me do this. Yeah, like, I right. thought you were very talented, but no one around me laughed once. Right. Not one person even smiled. You should kill yourself. You stupid fuck. But I liked it. Or you're so pretty up close. I've had people say that to me before, too. You look like an animal. Yep. They go, up close, you have a nice face. Yeah, they'll go, wow, you're pretty. You really look horrible up there. I'm like, thanks. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you for telling me that. Thank you so much. I feel more confident. Do you find, I'm asking you this because I know the answer, but we've talked about it. Do you find that Jews and Italians have a lot of overlaps, parallels? Oh, my God, a ton. 
It's so similar. Because you're married to an Italian. I wonder why. You know I what I'm saying? Family. I know. Of all the, th- the only big differences between Jewish and Italian, I feel like Italians, uh, Jewish Jews can like they don't fight with each other in public the way Italians do. Well, we may end up doing it because of everything going on. There's a lot of... There's going to be some division with the Jewish community, but... But you know what I mean? Like, I feel like Italians are all... Like, I'll be with my family, and I've had... And another thing, too, we've been at restaurants before, and this is embarrassing, but, you know, we've had managers multiple times come up to us, can you guys please keep it down? Mm. Other tables are complaining, because we're so loud. Yeah. That would never happen to waspy people. Oh, my God. No way. Multiple. And at restaurants where we, we used to go to this place, Fellini's... Which they're from the same town in Sicily my grandfather's from. And there would be like 16 of us at a table. And they would have to come up to us like, Per favore, please shut up. <laughs> it was so fucking loud. Reaching over each other to, to but eat. It's, it's worse with Italian. I definitely. It's yeah. the craziest thing I've ever seen. How did they get... Because then it seems like the only people you really hear about where people complain about, where everyone complains about, they talk, not everybody, but the stereotype of black people talking at movie theaters, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But then you don't hear everyone talking about Italian people talking at dinner italian oh yeah you i'm family guy they had a whole joke it was like they're like what's the secret password it's something that no one's ever said well what is it look at how quiet and well behaved that italian family is at that restaurant like you know so people know but also italians really are pockets so i don't know if there's a lot of italians in maine growing up none i talked to this guy from i because i'm from chicago you're from jersey yeah it's full of italians and jews I talked to this guy once, I was 21, and he moved to Chicago, and he's like, I did not meet an Italian person until I was, like, 18. Really? Which was so funny to me that, to them, that, like, being Italian was, like... I was surrounded by Italian. Oh, I in never Jersey? Of course. Yeah. Of course. Every, Every kind of person. Way. Yeah, the, I mean, what Italians it most, are... It was mostly it's all, Irish? It's, uh... Wasp, like... No, not in Maine. Really? Maine's, like, blue-collar. My mom's from uh, Massachusetts, but it, but it just, like, white... Not Irish, though. Like, white, Anglo-Saxon, white. But it's, like, blue-collar, white, and then yeah, tourist white. Yeah, probably, like, you know, from Eastern Europe. Yeah. And we had, I had, we had one Jewish... We had Jewish family, Sam, the Kessemoms, and the Berkowitzes. The but they Jewish weren't in the same family. town. The Berkowitzes were in Blue Hill, and the Was Kess- one the dentist and one the lawyer? No. Sam's dad <laughs> owned the, ran a school, and then the Berkowitzes... I don't know what her dad did. I think he was a carpenter. See, I... Really? I, I think so, a yeah. Jewish carpenter. Yes, but maybe the really mom was trying the... to be Jesus. But um, no, I, I grew up with tons of Jewish kids, Italian kids. I Me mean, too. my high school was mainly um, like the biggest population of like ethnicity because we're from the northwest side of Chicago was Polish, Mexican, and Indian. That was like my huh? high school. Yeah, and and Italians and and you know, but yeah, that was like the main. I think there was like we counted one time there was forty two Patels at my school. We had not one Patel. Really? No way. Oh. Unheard of. It was, when I talked to Nimesh about been... that, he's like, oh, yeah, because that's like a very common name in India. Yeah, we didn't, I didn't grow up with a lot of Indian people. Really? Oh, no, I did. No. I grew up with a lot of Polish some, in Chicago. Some, but not a lot. Yeah. We had a, an out bisexual girl. Really? Yes. Yeah. And then there was these two girls that used to hold hands in the hallway, and I remember being like, what the hell are they doing? And people would be like, why does that bother you so much? And how I'd be many, like, it's weird. How many kids were in your graduating That's class? so interesting. 80-something. That's oh it? Oh, my God. We were 560 Yeah, something. we were like five, 500, 600, something like that. Tiny. Very, oh. very, so 
Did you go to a private school? I went to a pu- I went to a private school for a little bit, and then I left and went to the public school. And the private school was tiny too, because that was like for just kids with learning disabilities. Mm-hmm. And it was like all that was all international. That was like Saudi kids, like that was international. But then my school, my town was just tiny, like rural Maine, oh backwards, God. nothing. We, we could bring guns to school if you left them in your truck. You could bring a gun to school. Isn't that crazy? What? Yeah. How, During hunting season. How far away were you from Manhattan growing oh up? Oh my, nothing. To a 20 minute train ride. So were you always like going into the city? Always. Would I you go to comedy ID. shows? No. No. No, I was going to get pot or, you know, drink, do something like that. What got you into stand up? <laughs> my grandmother. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She, one day she called me over and she said, you, you need to be a comedian. Every time you're with people, they're laughing. She saw me with my cousins and my sister. Wow. And I was like, I could never do that. I'm petrified. And she goes, trust me, I'm your grandmother. I, mm. I know this. And I took a class. I Did was she so get lost. to see you? Yeah, she saw a lot. It was amazing. Good. You were close with your grandma? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I wasn't out of my cousins and my sister and I was not close with her, but I was intimidated. She was very strong. I was intimidated by her. This is the grandma. She's a matriarch. Yeah. She sat at the head of the table mm. and... She intimidated me. My Very grandma honest. was like that. And she'd always pinch me. Yeah. She'd pinch. Were, did you have grandmas that hug, kiss, and felt, and like... My grandmother would hug me. She'd yeah. kiss. Yeah. Lots of cocktails. Cocktail, dinner, cocktails. She wasn't a cocktail. Yeah, she didn't drink. My, yeah, I don't come from... I come from food stuff, not... Cocktails. Foods. My grandma's... So, she's a very... She, sometimes she's a very classic Italian grandma, sometimes she's not, like... But, I mean, classic in the sense, like, two kitchens in the house, one in the basement, one upstairs, living room. What's the deal into. with that? No, I, Italians I love two kitchens. So funny. <clears throat> I didn't even know it was a thing until I heard someone talk about it on Comedy Special. But I went to her house the other day, because I was in Chicago to see my sister's baby. So, like, of course, I have to go to my grandparents' house. She answers the door. She's in her house coat. She immediately gives me a hug, kissing me all over my face, grabs my hand, squeezes it. We walk down to the basement. You never sit in the... You go straight to the basement. We sit. There's some TV. I think it was Hoarders was on. And then she doesn't even ask, like, you know, like, oh, how long? Just immediately into the, the gossip about the family. And it's just... And I, food. <clears throat> food. And oh, more. see, I would love yeah, that. Go in a basement and get food I mean, and gossip? The second you walk into a Jewish or Italian home, you're off with food. Mm. And if you don't take it, it's offensive. <clears throat> yeah, my when I went and visited my family in Sicily for the first time, I was, like, 15. And we you just go from house to house, and you just walk in, and, like, your aunt just sits, gives you yeah. food. And so you just have to eat it. It was so weird. You better take that food. Um, well, we are, we're at an hour. Yes, and also Jessica has a podcast that she just started recently. Which I'm too. on it. Yes, yours is coming out soon. What's, I would love you to do anytime. it anytime. What's it's, the name of it? It's called Relatively Sane. Awesome, and it's really I'm very proud of it. I really am, and people can get it anywhere. It's 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 very funny sometimes and heavy sometimes. Like ours was Mateo and I. It was funny and. Serious. Yeah, it was a nice That's mix. That's what's great about a podcast. This is a kind of a good mix. You know of what I mean? Serious, a good mix right? of that. Yeah. Yeah. If it's that, I never used to listen to podcasts, but now I'll like graze through them. That's what I like about podcasts because yeah. it's like more of a it's a conversation too. Yeah. You know? I don't listen to a ton of them, and I but I like yeah. This is a conversation. It's just more interesting than just comics on trying to be funny and and also um, Vivian. Did you want to tell us what your podcast is about? My podcast is about. Um, Chicken, all kinds of chicken. The way you make it, boiled. Next week is fried. Soot. And uh, I have soot chicken. I actually have the soot from nine eleven. I rub. It's a rub. 
I rub on the chicken and and then I make the chicken and then I and then I uh, and then I uh, and then I uh, bingo. <laughs> Thank you, Vivian. Thank you, Jessica.